What's up, everybody? Glad to be back. Um, it's Jonathan Evans here. We're just hanging out. We're having devotions. We're just studying God's word week by week. And uh, I'm just noticing more things in God's word as I take the time to just just read it, just spend time with them. And I encourage you to always spend time uh, in God's word. You know, the spirit wants to illuminate God's word. He wants to who is Jesus Christ. He wants to illuminate Jesus Christ in you, through you. And uh, and so I just always want to study God's word, look at it and see what new things uh, he's going to bring up and, uh, and illuminate in me. And so I want to be able to give those things to you. And I was looking at uh, Ephesians chapter three, and I saw in verse 14, it said, for this reason, Paul says, I, I bow my knees before the father from whom every family in heaven on earth derives its name. And so he's saying, I bow my knees before the father. And he says, for this reason, really, uh, the reason that he's bowing his knees is for everyone else. He wants um, the people of God, the church, uh, because it's the church at Ephesus that he's writing this to, uh, to experience uh, the riches and glory of Christ, to to come together as it relates to um, uh, the Jews and the Gentiles under this uh, salvific work that has come through Jesus Christ as the church, that we would use our gifts, that we would be unified, that uh, we would come to the knowledge of Jesus Christ and and our love for him and our submission to him. And so he's he's praying uh, that this reason he bows his knees before the father. In other words, he's having an intimate moment uh, with God so that the church, the body of Christ will be filled with this fire, filled with this, uh, with who God is. And so that filling um, is what, what he's praying for. And a lot of us want to experience God on that level. And what Paul is showing that is showing us is that that comes through intimacy. I don't want us to ever lose sight of the importance of having an intimate time uh, with God so that we can experience what Paul is praying for, so that we can experience uh, what the Bible says, the height, the depth, the length of who God is, so that we can be filled with the love of God that surpasses knowledge. I mean, all of these things are said at the end of chapter three, and this is the reason why uh, Paul is praying. So the question you have to ask yourself is, or do you have intimacy where really God can in to me see? In other words, he can. There is really that time, that inner time where you you're spending on your knees before the Father, and on your knees uh, doesn't have to be literal, but it can just be praying without ceasing, having that time where you can have intimate. You know, people always say, well, I, I try to I try to read my Bible here and I, I, I try to go to church here. But one of the greatest ways to worship constantly is to pray without ceasing, is to always invite God in um, to the nuances of your life. And and Paul is doing that and he's doing it on his knees. Now he's doing it on his knees. But think about what on your knees represents. It represents a position of submission. And really living our life in a position of submission. In other words, if you humble yourself, the Bible says God will exalt you. But if you exalt yourself, well, he'll humble you. And so it's better um, to choose to be on your knees now in a way of lifestyle, as, as a way of praying, as a way of living before God. Um, and, and he will exalt you, give you a greater experience of who he is. That's what Ephesians 3 is saying in those later verses. And so Paul is doing that and he's praying before God in a position of humility, uh, a position of submission. I remember I had um, 
I used to raise this little secret. I used to raise pit bulls when I was in college. No, I didn't fight pit bulls. I just raised pit bulls because I really liked them. I had a male and a female. I bred them. I had puppies. I used to sell them to my teammates, my classmates at Baylor University. They were really pretty. They had they had like bluish gray fur, you know, white paws. I mean, they were re- really pretty loyal animals. And I remember I had uh, my dog named Deuce. He was a big male, 85 pounds, real athletic. I had him back in the backyard and Deuce was always trying to get out of the backyard, but I had a six foot fence. So I I don't know how he figured he was going to, he was always jumping up, seeing if he can get his paws over the fence. But one day I heard this yelping coming from the backyard. It's just, and he's, it got louder and louder and louder. You know, the dog sound. So I went out there to check on Deuce. Deuce had dug a hole underneath the fence to try to get out. And he stuck his head underneath the fence to try to see if he could get to the other side and just sneak under the fence. But the problem Deuce had is he didn't consider the size of his head. You see, pit bulls have really big heads. And because they have really big heads, um, they don't really consider that and they get themselves stuck in situation. Deuce, Deuce got himself stuck in a situation that he couldn't get himself out of because he didn't consider the size of his head. He was trying to get outside of his master's will. Let me put it that way. His master's will in an illegitimate way didn't consider the size of his head and got stuck in a situation that he couldn't get himself out of and then had to yell and scream for the master to come get him out of that position. So he needed me anyway. He was trying to get away from me. And now he has to call on me for me to come save him from a situation that his head got him in that I've got to save him out of. So what did I have to do? I had to come out there and he, he's, he's, he's yelping, he's, he's in pain. And I actually had to inflict more pain on Deuce to get him out of that situation. Why? Because I had to press his head down in order to create the space to get his head back in my will or in my yard like it was supposed to be in. And I know y'all are feeling where this illustration is going. A lot of us, the size of our heads, because we won't humble ourselves and we try to do things outside of God's will in our own way, Okay, and then the only time we're intimate with God is when we're yelping because we put ourselves in a position that we never should have been in uh, because we didn't consider the size of our heads. And so now we're yelping and crying to God that he would save us from a situation when God wants us to cry out to him just so we can have a greater experience of the fence that he's already put us in. Oh, I like this. I need to keep going on this. So so understand that Paul is saying, hey, I'm praying so that you can be strengthened so that the church can experience Christ on a greater level so that we can be unified on this idea of who God is, both Jews and Gentiles, both black and white, both uh, Hispanic and Asian. It doesn't matter who you are, where you come from. In other words, he's saying, I want us, I want to pray that we can be strengthened with the power of Jesus Christ. Um, In other words, that we would stay in the yard. And that we would humble ourselves. And he's showing us that he's praying for us, more specifically the church at Ephesus, who he wrote this letter to. uh, But we're Christians like they are. And he's praying that we would have that experience in the yard and that we won't we will consider the size of our heads prior to ever trying to exit God's will. And so remember that. Remember that that you want to take a position of submission like Paul is doing and you want to do it up front. 
Um, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus is Lord. Well, I choose to do it now. I want to take that position of submission right now, like Paul is doing. This is Ephesians chapter three, verse 14. For this reason, I bow my knees before the father. Why? So that everyone will take the position of submission to Jesus Christ, experience Jesus Christ, be unified around Jesus Christ, live for Jesus Christ and do it now so that you will know the height, the depth, the length of who he is to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge. I mean, to be able to receive that you got to stay in the yard. And that means praying without ceasing, living a life of living for Christ without ceasing and taking that position of submission, considering the size of our heads and staying in the yard, be steadfast, unmovable, always abound in the work of the Lord. And know that if you know your head is small up front or your head is too big up front, uh, that you'll stay in the yard because yelling from in the yard is better than when it gets stuck under the fence. Be good. It won't go in vain. Jay, walk it on.